We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cause we be. found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch brand with a cutter as a man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world that we can cut with violence and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults. <sighs> Hi, John. Hi, Sam. Hi, listeners. And welcome to Coffee and Cults on the Road, Ooh. where every now and again we <laughs> drive to a location, business, or area run by a currently existing cult against all sanity and legal advice and for your morality. entertainment. <clears throat> so, um, Sam is in charge of this uh, trip out on the road uh, today, listeners. Sam, do you want to tell us where we're going? Yes, so we are on our way. Uh, if you listeners don't mind casting your minds back to uh, 2020 um, when we talked about sorry that was my car when we talked about the 12 tribes and we discovered the 12 tribes were somewhere near where we live Ooh. and so we're, <laughs> we're now on our way we've just hit a little bunch of traffic but we're on our way to see them so these guys run uh, a deli, a lunch, tea rooms uh, place, uh, about an hour from where we uh, live. So we're getting a little bit close to there uh, now. We've just been recapping the menu and the uh, the many delights that, um, that await us there uh, food-wise. Oh yeah, it should be clear, we haven't been like invited to see them. <laughs> we're, just, we're just going. No, we're going so, for a little... Cool. Uh, a little trip out just to see what it's like. I mean, I don't even know. This would be a very short episode, if so, Sam. But I don't even know if they are still there or still well, when I running. Look, when I looked it up this morning, they're still there. Cool. Um, and they're open until three pm. Excellent. For context, listeners, it's currently twelve pm. Um, and we're on the move. So this is very strange. We were just talking about whether we're scared or not scared. Um, and I think we're sort of we're oscillating between some nervousness and also uh, what I can only describe as uh, giggly uh, uh, apprehension. <laughs> apprehension. Um, but that's a that's a fine emotion for a Friday afternoon. Yeah, well, because we had a because we like record we record our episodes. I listen to them or we listen to them when we edit them, and then they kind of disappear. So. Um, we re-listened and then uh, maybe I'll put a clip in here of me moralising like, we will never go and see them, we should just make this food at home. But here we are, listeners, on the way. Um, yeah, and we are rationalising that this is uh, both an interesting thing, hopefully, for you guys to hear about um, and interesting for us to go and see uh, somewhere still actively run by uh, a group um, but also pairing that up with hoping that there is some value in us uh, exposing the fact that this group that has um, certainly some unpleasant practices and uh, potentially a widespread level of um, harm against young people and children, um, that they are happily operating uh, a room deserves a little bit of expose. And for whatever reason, we think it's us yeah. uh, that should currently be doing that Uh here on a road in I can say where we are, Devon (laughs) they know now I think they know now John Um, so uh, yeah I was just going to say, oh yeah and maybe the result of today will be we find a new hot drink that we like (laughs) (laughs) 
So uh, when you come back to the next episode of the podcast and it's called uh, Yerba Tea and Cults, then you'll know um, what's happened. Um, But we're, yeah, we're off on this little adventure for a bit of local colour. We're just about to drive past a bright orange elephant at the side of the road. Um, which I've not noticed when I've driven have, this way before. Have you never seen it? I don't think so. What? There's, if you know, you know, driving along the A38. <laughs> um, it's not It's not real. It's not living, listeners. It's. I, I assume if that walks out across the road now, Sam, I'm going to freak oh, out. Oh, shit, my pants, yeah. Um, yeah, it's there. It's one of those, like, pay attention to the road sort of things. But it's there to deliberately distract <laughs> drivers, you think? Yeah, to be like, you paying attention, there are unexpected things happening. That would be terrible if that was a section of the driving test. Uh, <laughs> where, Surprise section. Like, a, another driving instructor is dressed as a giant orange elephant somewhere <laughs> along your route and suddenly appears. Can I go over to that lane? Uh, sure, why not? Um, but I listeners, we will catch up with you probably in a whispering sense when we're in the cafe. Yeah, we'll uh, speak to you again very soon. Love you. Love and you. Cheerio. Bye. Okay, welcome. As the last of my cream cheese pie <laughs> settles down my uh, throat, welcome back, listeners. We're alive. We uh, we survived. Uh, we well, lunched. I mean, we expected to survive. We were going for lunch. <laughs> but... That is true. Um, so we um, we have just completed our trip uh, to the uh, Yellow Deli. We have a few little photographs and things that we'll put up uh, for you on our socials and in various uh, places. We were going to do some surreptitious recording in there, but that was not possible it was actually quite busy where we were so we weren't able to uh, to sneakily record while we were there but you if you've ever been to anywhere for lunch you will know what that sounds like so don't feel you've missed out yeah um i john i was impressed with the lunch <laughs> it was really delicious what is our what is our yelp review um uh, oh uh, great food weird religious iconography <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep. That's I think that's um, I think that's fair. It was, uh, yeah, it was surprisingly good food um, and delightful service. But we'll talk more about that um, as we go through. So, should we um, should we do a bit of a blow by blow, so yeah. to speak, account? Yes. Yeah. Um, Sam. So, what surprised me first of all was the fact that I was imagining that we were going to like a little farm shoppy cafe on the edge of a compound. Yeah. Um, but instead, we went to a very nice converted pub right on the high street of a busy town. Yeah, right in the middle of a high street, like opposite a, uh, oh, it was opposite another church actually, wasn't it? But like down the street from a bank and a, a incense shop that we went into afterwards. And yeah, very central and in in the community. So it looked outside reasonably like any other place that you might go into that's you know been converted into a um a cafe space apart from some very bright stark yellow signs outside to direct us that this was yeah um indeed the yellow deli and then we went in through the door how would you sam describe the ambience of this place oh uh 
uh, friendly, but weird. <laughs> like, like welcoming, but like. I don't know what the. So, uh, a bit like a western, like people. Yeah, and like the sort of the look of it, I can only describe as. 70s Amish chic. <laughs> yes, you know what it reminded me of is the Country Bear Jamboree place in uh, Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay. It's really, really what it was, what it made me think of. Um, yeah, that's sort of like, like imagine you're in a theme park and you've gone to the like uh, Old West sort of section or. Yeah, very American feeling, wasn't it? Yeah, and all decked out in this sort of built-in design to make everything look wooden and, like, handmade as a building. Um, And wooden beams everywhere, none of which are actually part of the building but have been sort of built in. But then did you see the, like, lovely bits of leather that were in the corners and things? And also sometimes those bits of leather were, like, patching a gap in the wood. So I think some of that was, like, genuine repair work. Um... So, yeah, so it had this, and it was, I mean, downstairs, listeners, was dingy. It was dark Dark. and wooden. There was, like, again, like, I guess, southern states, American, I was going to say twanky then. That's not a good, uh, oh, your bag has plunged to the floor. Let me try and rescue it. Um, I'd hate you to lose some of your 12 tribes literature, Sam. Spoilers! Um, Ah. yeah. Yeah, sort yeah. of almost like banjoy. Yeah. Yeah, like you could have twangy if there was southern a states on the wall, it would have um, looked out of place. Uh kind of music, but also sounding a little bit Australian as well, which Ooh, also okay, yeah. sort of ties in with some of the uh some of the staff. So we went in and it was slightly dingy and awkward and we were greeted by a very pleasant person. Person? <laughs> yeah. Um but what was interesting was for people serving in a restaurant that only has two stories, although it's quite a big place, is that they were all, or at least the men were, interestingly, um, wired up on walkie-talkies and yeah. earpieces. Yes. Uh, and and there were so many staff as well. That were, didn't you, did you notice? Yeah, absolutely. Like eight or nine chefs in the kitchen because it sort of part of the kitchen was open um uh, there were three servers we were sitting in a seated in a lovely upstairs section if you'd like to see a picture you can head to our instagram um but we were in this lovely little upstairs section where there were three different servers coming in and uh i guess taking orders and stuff um, if you want to imagine the men working there, think uh, Duck Dynasty cosplay. But British. But British or, or German. German or Australian. Australian? I'm pretty sure I heard some Australian accent. Cool. Uh, possibly. So, uh, yeah, kind of beards, caps, dungarees, check shirts. Everyone's hair was a little bit frizzy. Yeah. Men and, men and women identifying people, everyone included, everyone had sort of like curly hair and they'd not done the curly girl method and everyone was a little bit frizzy uh women very very covered up in their dressing and all with long hair yeah and some kind of head covering a little bit as well am i making that up Uh, the woman downstairs did i think i can't remember the nice lady who served us the nice lady who served us who was a nice spanish lady 
Um, she didn't have a head covering okay. on. And then there was a younger uh, white woman downstairs who also didn't have a, any head covering on. Oh, okay. I think the first woman did have something yeah. from what I remember. Um, Maybe she was disgraced. Oh, <laughs> I no. Don't know. I'm she assumption. had particularly sinful hair that day. <laughs> um, but they were pleasant and kind. And we. The menu is the same menu as our nice server told us that you get everywhere in the world. So if you Google a Yellow Deli menu, you can have a look at what we had to choose from. Um, what did you go for, sir? I had the Reuben, so like a pastrami and uh, sauerkraut sandwich on some nice rye bread. And it was, it's, I think it was rye bread. I don't know. It was some sort of uh, bread. whole bread and it was very nice. Lovely. Uh, I went for a chili which came accompanied by uh, Joy's Jalapeno Cornbread. Oh, did you notice as well, our table was called Joy. Yes. So the tables didn't have table numbers. They were called Who like Joy. Who is well. Joy? Mm. Maybe the menu only allowed that cornbread on our table. <laughs> fine, fine. And yeah. it, it brought me all the joy that I would hope it would, short of Joy herself, whomsoever yeah. she may be. Who brought you Joy in her bread? <laughs> title of my sex tape no i don't know um joy in her bread <laughs> oh, no. i don't even know what that means um but yeah the, yeah the tables were all like joy and love and peace i don't know i didn't see peace i did just see joy and love but i think it's a fair assumption that peace was there yeah. uh somewhere but like table numbers have some kind of logic because normally you can start at the door and go kind of one two three four five six so it must take Oh, must take ages to learn the table numbers. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, a bit odd. And and also it was never referred to anyway because it was fairly straightforward table service and that she was serving us on one other table. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of uneventful because they didn't know that we were there giggling like we were in a cult cafe. Um uh, all we had for, for drinks, as we learned about, their uh, traditional drink of a mate, which is a green tea, and it was a very nice green tea. Sam went for the hot green tea. Yeah, and John went for the cold green tea. Is this how we introduce things now? John had this, and Sam had <laughs> um, And my green tea was served in a really lovely mug. Again, pictures online. Uh and I almost bought one on the way out, but then John was already out of the cafe and I didn't want to stay in there without him. Uh, sorry, yeah, Sam. Don't be sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. I know what to get you for Christmas now, though. Oh, my goodness. How the, what, yeah, the gift you get for the person who has everything, a yellow deli <laughs> mug. Um, Speaking of gifts for people who already have everything, you know John and I were on the lookout for literature. Um I'm currently driving, which is explaining the background noise, but John is hopefully going to read some very nice literature for us. So you know it's a good sign, listeners, when you step into a place to eat and the initial dark vestibule has a display of a wide range of Christian fundamentalist literature. Whoop, whoop. Um, something that I didn't say as well is that uh, on the way out, our server when we were like oh thank you very much it was really nice and the server was kind of explained a little bit about the fact that they were all families that lived together and this these these families took over the the pub that as it was before they moved into it 
and because they're all families that live in a commune together they all work together so she did explain it like a little bit to us didn't she yes and we did some gentle prying to discover that she's from one of their groups in spain and was visiting for uh for the summer i think presumably to like volunteer and work there and there definitely were a number of international accents in those that were there so i'd be interested to know how many of the people working there were visiting international volunteers versus the local 12 tribers that live presumably somewhere near honiton or in the in the building itself Mm, because i did go and have a look out the back um partly to admire the view but also to see if there was any and there's a little bit of accommodation out at the back but not very much no i did the same thing it looked like there were just kind of a few rooms back there obviously we didn't sorry there's some bad driving on the roads right now and it's not sam's it's whatever this twat's up to uh, we didn't get to see any further into the accommodation. Thank you, John, for covering when I had to stop and drive. Uh, we didn't get to look to see into any of the accommodation because we weren't that nosy. But I wonder if that might be, yeah, that might be um, staff. Um, we should also mention there were also clearly some young people who were family of the people working there working. We spent a lot of fun time trying to uh, identify the age of someone wearing a mask turns out is very difficult uh, in certain situations. Yeah, this happened to me earlier on today. I went to buy a lottery ticket. I went in my car to fill up for petrol and to buy a lottery ticket and the lady asked for my ID. <laughs> yeah, she did. I was 30 this week. Yay! Yay. Sam Babyface Lund, folks, here <laughs> for, your, <laughs> for your listening pleasure. Uh, this fine afternoon. Um, so, would you like uh, would you like me to read to you a little bit while you drive, Sam? Would yes, that be a nice please. soothing? Yes, please. Great, lovely. Okay, so, um, hi, listeners. Just um, um, sit down, pour yourself a nice. Uh, I, Matta, I still don't know how to pronounce it. I feel like she looked weird at us when we pronounced it, but maybe that was just my projection. Uh, mate, ma- mate. But, or maybe it was that we pronounced it correctly and she was like Ooh. Ooh. I think that's why she sort of was trying to recruit us at the end maybe, maybe. so this is the yellow deli story <laughs> sounds like an amazing children's book Once but I fear will not be <laughs> why yellow um, you may many wonder why our nice place here and it, well, in fairness it was quite nice it did feel like a weird like theme restaurant where you're not quite sure what the theme is. Um, <laughs> yeah, where the theme the theme is um, Jesus, I guess. Jesus, Wood, and the seventies. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is kind of interesting. Um, so many wonder why our nice place is called the Yellow Deli. Well, the colour yellow, I'm quoting from this little booklet, the Yellow Deli story now, uh, is the most luminous of all the colours of the spectrum. It's the colour that captures our attention more than any other colour. Isn't red? Isn't red like the first colour that your eye recognises and identifies or something? I'm sure I've read that. I don't know why I'm applying scientific icon logic (laughs) to this. um... It's the colour of sunflowers and daffodils, egg yolks and lemons, Mm. canaries and bees. (laughs) Yes, very good. Uh, it's the colour of happiness and optimism, blah, 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 blah. Let there be light. 
But the first ray of hope for this wasted planet was the beam of light that shone forth on the face of the creator as he said, let there be light. Which is quite a strong thing to hand out to people who've just had a nice hot sandwich and a, um, a nice iced water. Let there be light and coleslaw or crisps? <laughs> and a pickle. Oh, that pickle was great. I'm really gutted I didn't get a pickle. Um, once there was sunshine, Sam, there was hope. Get a little child to colour a picture of the sun and the sunbeams for you. What colour do you think he will use for the sun? Probably the colour of the sun. Yellow. Yes. <laughs> um, so then there's some more descriptions of God creating the earth and light. Uh, so for us, yellow was the beginning of God's solution and the beginning of our solution too. Let there be yellow. It's not the catchiest phrase uh, ever. Yeah, what version of the Bible is that when God, God creates the world in seven days and says, let there be yellow? And it was good. Big, big, big Coldplay fan there. God is. Um, because in the face of mounting troubles on all sides for this planet, I mean, yeah, I guess. And for all humanity, really, we need uh, a solution. Um, being created in the image of God, we will not be satisfied with deep darkness that has set in on the earth uh, and mankind in our generation. There has to be a ray of hope, a solution. Some may sit and curse the darkness, but some want to light a candle or at least take up a paintbrush. Oh, this was something else actually I wanted to say about. So where we are now, it is August of 2021. Everything in our country is kind of, um, all the COVID regulations are starting to kind of drip away. And so we didn't really know when we were going in what the sort of mask situation would be. We're in this kind of uh, strange uh, gusset period. Um, but all the staff were masked, which I was surprised about because a lot of places that I've been, especially where we live, a lot of staff are not currently yeah. masked. Um, I just thought that was an interesting point. Yeah. That and you would expect sometimes some of these groups to not be yeah. on board first. Um, but yeah, uh, they they get a gold star for their masks and then they lose one for the child labour. So all together. <laughs> the, the, uh, the balance card eventually. Wow, you said it, Sam. There we go. That's on the record now. Um, so they decided to paint some yellow on an old building and open up a yellow deli. Is the, the moral of this uh, initial story. Um, so you'll have noticed, Sam, that society is in a mess these days. Yes. People are finding it hard to cope. Uh, so in 1972, a few zealous people had the thought that if they could open a little place where people could come and sit down and not feel rushed to leave, people could ask questions if they wanted to and find a little refuge. Speaking of which, I was offended that the very chatty man did not come and chat to us and chatted to every other table, Sam. Did you notice that? Uh, well, he came. he didn't come over to the table until I called him over when John had uh, gone to powder his nose. And I called him over to order some desserts because, you know, um, and he was kind of hesitant to come and speak to me. And I wonder if that was a, some lady thing? I don't know. Oh, maybe because you were a woman alone and the man had gone to yeah. the bathroom. I'm a temptress. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. And I guess everyone else was old 
or very obviously a family unit. So I wonder if the fact that we were two, we were a young opposite sex couple was a bit... Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Wild speculation on our parts. And with the with the other tables, he was addressing the... Uh, maybe this is just like... This might just be coincidence. I might have just been noticing something that wasn't there. But he seemed to be addressing the male yeah. part... The male identifying parts of those tables. Yeah, I clocked that as well. Yeah. Um... Oh, sorry, let's catch up where we were. So these zealous people, interesting people. I know zealot originally wasn't a negative connotation, but sort of is now slightly in our society. It's interesting they're claiming it so hard um, here. Reclaiming zealots. <laughs> <laughs> what an admirable uh, task. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to read all of this, listeners. We'll Maybe we'll take some photos of it if you want to dive in. But they wanted to basically create a place where people could sit and be proselytized to um, about Jeebus and other things in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It was not a genius marketing... Oh, sorry, no, I'm misreading this. Oh, no, I am. It was not a genius marketing plan, but a simple attempt to do something to make a change. Amazingly, it has endured all these years. Now there are yellow delis in several states... And even in other countries, like the one we've got this leaflet in that hasn't been re-edited. Since it's a group effort, it supports our community lifestyle. We all live and work together. Then there's a lot of stuff about how what they're doing is the same thing that the original church did. It's hard to imagine the, uh, the initial disciples opening a loaves and fishes deli on the edge of Jerusalem after Jesus went, is it? But selling commemorative Jesus mugs and... <laughs> With a hand-drawn menu. Yeah. I mean, maybe they did. I mean, well, this is probably a question for another day, but when did restaurants start? Like, did they used to have menus? Or was it just that you turned up and you're like, there's your soup, that today we've got soup? I don't know if there are any historians of the restaurant listening. Please do... <laughs> email us yeah. coffeeandcults at gmail.com and we'd love to talk to you about uh, about that maybe while tasting some historically accurate food Ooh. wait all food is historically accurate because it exists right I don't know what that means and like recipes like you get you see those weird like Henry VIII recipes don't you oh yeah I watched a thing about like Tudor Christmas and yeah. I wouldn't be able to eat most of it but yeah, I did go full of fat yeah um but it was like, hmm, oh, I would quite like hooves. to try it. I think I saw it as well. Were they like boiling hooves? Probably. Yeah. Gross. Old fashioned, question mark. Some more conservative people these days have said, we've gone about as far as we can go. I fucking love it when Leavitt's quote Oklahoma. <laughs> and that's about as far as I can go. Uh, when considering the state of the mixed up world around us. Most of the old-fashioned ethics of our grandparents have been abandoned, like stopping race mixing and... Uh, it doesn't say that, listeners. Sorry, no, that's me. Uh, comedy. I'm not libeling anyone here. Uh, most of the old-fashioned ethics of our grandparents have been abandoned for more modern ideas, which greatly contradict the word of God. But that is the nice thing about restoration. You can go back to the way things it was, things the way it was originally. Which is ironic for people that have not restored this pub, but have instead turned it into an Amish woodscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no restoration. It was all innovation in the in an old style, wasn't it? So we are hoping many things that have gone off course will be restored to the way it was supposed to be. See, that sounds a bit ominous. Uh, 
Obviously, our hope for the world goes far beyond what politicians are promising these days. We have high hopes that we believe will be fulfilled. And then gear change, a great sandwich. So as you can see from this brief description of our life, there's a lot more to the Yellow Deli than just a great sandwich. How was that sandwich, Sam? It was a great sandwich, you know. I'd have it again. It was really tasty. (laughs) But if all you're looking for is a great sandwich, we certainly have it for you. You're welcome back, Sam Lund, any time. But if it doesn't say that, uh, but just enjoy the food and the atmosphere. But if you'd like to discuss the deeper issues of life, we're going to have to go back. The deeper issues of life, we'd be happy to answer your questions. I would, had we, had we been in a, so we were definitely in the like uh, Gentiles area, weren't we? Yeah. Um, in that they seem to be some like holiday makers and things like that up in the... Oh my goodness, listeners, there was an, a family, and I don't know if they were American tourists or not, but they look like a cartoon drawing of an American fact. They look like it could have stepped out of Archie Comics, if you yeah. can imagine that. But in, like, like the kids particularly looked like they were drawn. They didn't look like real people. No, like little, like beautiful cartoon children, and you know, a very nuclear family: a mother, a father, two children that looked a few years apart. Like it was a, yeah, like a little picture perfect family. We very probably should have said that to them because that's probably a nice thing to hear. Your kid looks like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> we could go back. No? Okay. Um, and then it says a little bit about where they live. They live on... Oh, it is a farm. Where we grow our vegetables and fruit, raise chickens, bake wholesome bread. Not whole wheat bread, wholesome bread. But they make lots of different kinds of bread. Mm. We should have got some bread, actually. They had some nice looking yeah. bread at the start, didn't they? Uh, though it may be hard to imagine, hard for many to imagine living and working together, sharing a pure and holy life. I can imagine you and I sharing a pure and holy life, Sam. Can you, you, you and me, together? <laughs> the listeners don't know. <laughs> like what? To, um, ha- how? I guess we would live a very chaste life together, wouldn't I mean, we? Yeah. Uh, we they'd probably prove that we enjoy this peaceful environment, free from TV and drugs. Unlike our homes, Sam, which are nothing but TV and smack, night till noon. (laughs) Yeah. And then noon till night, we just fuck. No, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) For some, this way of life may seem too restrictive, but those of us who live here, it was the beam of light that revealed the solution to our dark and troubled lives. Our life is like the yellow for our souls, and we live in the green pastures of home, so let there be yellow. Oh, someone should have proofread that last sentence. Oh, John, you are the yellow to my soul. Ah, oh, you are the green pasture to my home. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so that's the general, like, this is who they are, info pamphlet. Um, please may you read the frog pamphlet. Yeah, so we didn't want to just stop there. We wanted all the crazy shit that was in the, uh, the other little stands. So we're just going to go through some of these... Uh, now, we're going to start with... I'm so pleased we got the frog one, because we'd seen that when we did our research, right? Yeah. And then there were some some others that looked... Oh, one of them was like, uh, something like, say no to Socrates, or something like that. Yeah, I got that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck Socrates, man. Frog, frog stew, did that say? Had a little glance over. Frog stew. So, listeners, you might be... So, this is a nice little cartoon pamphlet... Um, on the cover, there's a, the eponymous 
uh, frog in a boiling pan of water. He's looking all kind of red uh, and warm, but he's also looking kind of relaxed and un unbothered with his situation. And hanging above him from a precarious branch is a green sad frog saying, that water's hot, get out of there. And the, the red frog uh, sort of floating on his back is going, hey, what's his, uh, what's his problem? And this is going to tell us something about our life. Uh, are, they the, are they the green frog? I'm willing to bet that they are. Uh, and then on the inside, there's another little, um, there's another little cartoon further elaborating that uh, that story, um, where the green frog is trying to get the red frog to move. The red frog doesn't want to. The green frog's all like, "Oh, he's cooking," but he doesn't realise it. He won't listen. Oh, I'll show him a mirror. Look at you. You're as red as a lobster. This is a bit frog racist, I think. Frogs are meant to be green. What are you talking about? I am green. Take a look at yourself. You're red. I'm green. He's right. I am red. Get me out of here. And then he leaps out. I've definitely seen a red frog before, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. And also, he's not red. become red. He's just red because he's warm. Yeah. And yeah, like some frogs are yellow and some frogs are blue. This leaflet is not factual. <laughs> Should we go back with some notes and some uh, post-it uh, annotations? Yeah, I'm interested, John. Are these pamphlets written in the same hand as the menu? Ooh, hard to say. Because mostly it's typed font, but where it is drawn, the drawing style doesn't look a million miles away from the menus. Interesting. I don't have a point to make, I just wondered. Humanity is being stewed, but the damage is gradual and hardly perceptible. Just like frog stew, the frog doesn't know he's going to get cooked when he jumped in the pot of water because it starts out nice and cool, but slowly and steadily the lethal process occurs. Blah, 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 blah. Too late, he's frog stew. There is a mysterious force at work in society. It is called levelling. What is accepted in society today would have been deeply shocking a few generations ago. Modern man, but not modern woman, is a product of years of media consumption, deceived into thinking that he himself is living a full life. Well, no, because modern modern woman just does whatever modern man says, right? <laughs> but this is, this is like an interesting, like the framing of this propaganda is interesting, because does that mean they don't think anything has improved? Is this suggesting that all forward travel is inherently yeah. negative? Well, yeah, and then maybe that's, that explains the, like, they've had the same menu since they founded themselves. <laughs> and, and the same interior decoration. Because, like, yeah. yeah, our ancestors might be shocked by some things today, but that's because they are better things, like our longer lifespan yeah. and this car that's we're currently right. travelling in. Yeah, yeah. antibiotics, fluoride... I don't know. <laughs> but while society is being masterfully herded towards a frightening reality of a brave new world, an ancient tribal movement... <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I thought we were going to sing on, but then we didn't. That, that moment didn't happen. I got embarrassed. Now we must come to, wake up, come to a wake-up call to those drifting along the modern propaganda siren song of a corrupt, destructive, and increasingly twisted world. This restoration of an ancient tribal movement stands as a beacon of hope. If you don't know where you're going, 
any road will take you there. Uh, Time to wake up. I mean, that's not quite true, is it? Let's not get the 12 tribes sat-nav for this journey. No, my sat-nav was already bad enough, let alone if one that said that any road will take you there. Imagine how long we'd have driven if we'd have just followed any road to try and get to where we were trying to go today. It would have been very, very inefficient. Um, And then there's some more descriptions of 12 tribes and how good Jesus is. Does it say 12 tribes? Yeah, the 12 tribes. Um, and there's an explanation of why they pronounce Jesus Yahshua. Because uh, that was his name? Basically, it's a bit more like the actual Hebrew version of AM. Okay. Uh, and then there's some details on the back if we want to get involved, including the community in... So this looks like it's their only community in the UK, at least. And then Spain, France and the Czech Republic. And then the USA and everywhere else is, is listed separately. Um, wow we, when we saw it when we were doing the episode last year we'd seen about this tea rooms hadn't we yeah it was like what's it you've got a leaflet there for it or something haven't you something yeah like so I think that must be actually at the farm where they live so maybe that's our next trip yeah yes it is so I don't know how we found the yellow deli then Well, the nice Spanish lady said that it had only been there two years, right? Which makes me think that maybe I just Googled it and it just happened to be within... At the right moment. Yeah, at the right time, yeah. How bizarre. Well, so our next trip is there then. Yeah, I think it definitely, uh, definitely is. Um, Let's just briefly pause for any other observations. There was a giant fuck-off bolt on the toilet that I went into toilet security was excellent yeah it was very good uh they were uh, gender neutral bathrooms it was uh wc for whoever you are um and i appreciated the big heavy lock and i had a little peek in the cupboards under the sink but it was just cleaning stuff i, just wanted to know. I, just oh, I wish there'd been something really exciting yeah so do i like a like a gideon's bible or something yeah, yeah. With the 12 tribes equivalent um but there was nothing there no, but yeah, it was very, again, it's that kind of like stable, this has all been made by farmhands kind of yep. vibe in that it was an unnecessarily large level of security for a bathroom stall. But but I but I weed in comfort, listeners. Yeah, I don't think it was unnecessary. I think with a, a gender neutral bathroom, I prefer knowing that a man isn't suddenly going to be able to just wander in. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So well done, Yellow Deli. Excellent. Uh, rate 10 out of 10 for me on the toilets. Yeah. Yeah, toilets, 10 out of 10, nice coppery sink. Yeah, again, but like all sort of suggesting like a minimalist, more simple, rustic aesthetic, um, which is kind of interesting too. Uh, Cool. Um, So, uh, while we've talked about our nice time, we had nice food, can you give us some more uh, uh, why we're all going to hell? Yeah, so what do you, uh, we'll just do a little sample of each of these leaflets, listeners, and then uh, maybe Patreon for our cult book club will dive in. Uh, a little bit deeper, uh, but we'll give you a little flavour of each of these. So, where do you want to start, Sam? Do you want to put Socrates on trial? Do you want some revolution, or do you want a brand new culture? Oh, you say you want a revolution. Well, yeah, revolution, please. These who have turned the world upside down have come here too. These who have turned the world upside down have come here too. What? To what? I don't know what okay. that what that means. Two as in T-double-O? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I thought it was going to be like, have come here to turn it back the right way up again. So this leaflet is very much borrowing like the aesthetic of late 90s left wing uh, like zine propaganda. It's all like logos and woodcuts and text in different sizes with, yeah, it's borrowing a bit of that sort of lefty uh, paper propaganda oh, yeah, it uh, looks, vibe. It looks like um, like a parish hall, like a you know, a town newsletter or something in a small town in, yeah. in England. Uh, and it's telling us about how the world has turned upside down. And if you're looking for uh, justice, no political movement, left or right, authoritarian or grassroots, libertarian or socialist can ever bring justice to the world because no political movement can solve the fundamental and flatal, flatal, Flatal flaw of John not being able to pronounce anything. The fatal flaw of human selfishness. Uh, See, this is what makes me sad, right? Yeah. In that these people must self-reflect that they feel like they are flawed and damaged and inherently selfish, and therefore they're able to see the world that way and buy this, when actually that's almost certainly not true right like the, yeah. the revealing way they because i was thinking about like all the american evangelical preachers who get outed for for being gay or for being you know or, uh, have really poor behavior and you sort of go oh well i can see if you feel like you have bad desires that you do sin and act on how you then convince yourself that that's proof of sin and therefore it's not necessarily hypocrisy, hypocrisy, because they're reacting to that and their self-hatred to then project that yeah. into the world. But when you're, I guess, you're a nice waitress, like, why do you have to see the world? Like, when you're... Yeah. But then I guess you don't know what made these adults join the group or yeah. when they joined it or when along their journey they did. Perhaps they did do some bad and selfish things. Yeah. Perhaps I would say not. everyone... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say everyone we saw was older... We saw two young. I saw two younger people. Oh yeah, but apart from the ones who were obviously the children of them, the actual members yeah. members were all older. Yeah, yeah, um, late fifties sort of age. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what? What? Oh, that is a lot of text. It's incredibly, incredibly dense. So basically, it's encouraging you to leave your normal home. What's it? What's and set out in the world I'll read this in a second uh, and head out into the world to change things and live communally basically so it's sort of saying we should do what the disciples did and leave home and do some shit in the world I mean we've left we've left home today and gone done some shit in the world that is true um, here's a little poem called we all want to change the world we don't want to change the world I'm not looking for a new England sorry you're getting that Sam's we are getting lo- it's very good I um, met Billy Bragg once uh, at the foot of St Paul's Cathedral at Occupy London um, and trying to be sort of nice and not go, oh my God, it's Billy Bragg. Uh, He was trying to get through and I went, oh, no worries, Mr. Bragg. And he went, oh, you don't have to call me Mr. Bragg, it's Billy. And then stormed off. And I was very sad. I'm sure he was just having a grumpy day and didn't understand the way I was trying to just be nice and self-deprecating, but it was very funny. We all want to change the world, but who can do it? We all want a revolution, but who knows how? The solution is commonwealth. No institution or domination. 
a contribution to our, it's ironic that they don't like socialism or communism given how communist this sounds uh, no institutional domination a contribution of our whole hearts the revolution that will change the world as long as we live for ourselves we can do nothing we are trapped in our search for food shelter and clothes I am constantly searching for clothes Sam food for me really yeah. like I'll eat I will eat 100% of the day if I'm given the option to just graze on little snacklets mm, yummy if we give everything to God then he can do it all we need is a revolution and he knows how yeah I thought that last <laughs> the last um, little bit of rhyme would be God 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 uh, okay this is really really dense listeners so I think this will be a uh, but there are different just to give you there are some categories here uh, these different articles Basement Revolutionary good band name yeah absolutely yes you are the healer uh, yeah okay that sounds like someone that you might accidentally meet on a yoga retreat quotes from revolutionaries and all of these revolutionaries that are being quoted from are between the ages of 3 and 17 okay any names that we recognise from the, the 12 tribes episodes uh uh, uh, all biblical names Seba Batak Batak like B-A-T-A-C-H oh. uh, Aisha no I don't recognise those no particularly uh, Them it's another uh, essay title um, Real Love Never Fails Oh, and then there's a really big comprehensive list of other 12 tribes sites and some photos of people from higher up in the organization. Interestingly, the German and Belgium communities have been crossed out in black pen on this list at the back, Sam. So I don't know what that means, but that's suspicious. Yeah, there was definitely a German accent on one of the, one of the members of the team there, wasn't there? Yeah, wonder if he's had to head over because they can't be in Germany anymore. Oh, maybe that was that was kind of my concern with the Australian accent. It was like, oh, with all the stuff that got dug up last year, have they just been? Yeah, like that server definitely must know some shit went down, right? Yeah, well, like like the spotlight thing in Boston when all those priests suddenly got moved elsewhere. Yeah, Ugh. and I think that was like one of the bigger, and obviously it was going to be like this, but one of the biggest things for me was to go. These, uh, in terms of our encounter today, were just lovely, friendly, very sweet people, happily going about their lives, running a little cafe, um, while being part of this organisation that is also responsible for some quite dark shit, even in other parts of the world or, or nearby. And that's just, I think that's partly useful to remember that there are just nice, kind people that are in these groups just doing their thing. But also there are some people who present nicely in these groups but must know that there's some dark stuff going on. Yeah. That, it was just really interesting to sort of experience that firsthand. Yes, definitely. It's what um, uh, Leah Remini talks about in their Scientology podcast, isn't it? Is that most Scientologists are just regular people who are just who have been brainwashed in one way or another. Um, and yeah, there was definitely a, there was definitely a sort of feeling of that, but perhaps that's because we were looking for it. That's true. Because we were looking for it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, how about this uh, Socrates one then, John? Why should we put him on trial? So Socrates is on trial. 
and I don't know why this is a Christian pamphlet. Hang on, okay, it's going to quote the Bible now. There you go, that's why. Trying to just quickly work out, listeners, if this is pro or anti Socrates. Anti Socrates. Oh, so actually I think it's quite dark in that the point seems to be that Socrates chose to die rather than give up teaching his philosophy, safe in the knowledge he would have eternal life. So I think that's what this is arguing, is that God doesn't... It doesn't matter because you're going to have eternal life. Okay. Um, in this section about how bad the world is, there's a picture of Hitler. There's a picture of Jay-Z. Oh, that is not what I was expecting the next name to be. Oh, no. And some other people I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, And then some other people I don't uh, recognise. And then there are three eternal destinies of man. The filthy and the unjust, their destiny, that's our Sam, is the lake of fire. Yeah, I fell into a burning lake of fire. Went down, 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 and the flames rose higher, yeah. and it burns, burns, burns. That the ring of fire, fire, that lake of fire. Uh, do we get a nice, like, uh, metal boat with some insulation? Hopefully, but I doubt it. Do we just you don't want a metal boat on a lake of fire, though. But you don't want a wooden one, do you? That's why I was saying a metal boat, and then with some insulation on it. Oh, I see. Uh, or do you think we just have to <coughs> kind of roll up the bottoms of our trousers and go paddling? I think that's just the approach, isn't it? You just go go into it. Uh, the righteous uh, are going to have a second and unending life in the nations of the eternal age. Lovely. And then the holy Ooh. are the people really set apart, and their destiny is to rule and reign with their master, Yahshua, the Messiah, as his bride, the holy city. So if you're really good, you get to marry Jesus. Uh, is this the 144,000? I think it must be. Yeah. Typical. Wow. So that's kind of a funky, uh, funky pamphlet. Pamphlet. Funky pamphlet is my drag name. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new dance move, isn't it? <laughs> Do the funky pamphlet. Uh, and then uh, this last little uh, pamphlet here, a brand new culture, is again sort of I think arguing about how they live and how different that is and how they should live like the apostles in the Book of Acts. Oh, it's very similar to the Revolution leaflet, actually. Um, And there's a proper history of 12 tribes, including lots of photos of that creepy-looking guy with a beard who runs it. Oh, man, we could have just waited to do the episode until we've got this. Yeah, not that we didn't do thorough research the first time around. Sam did a great job, but now we have hard copies of of their own literature. So, um... Wait, I go this way, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're wrapping up here now. listeners and say if you want to hear a bit more of a deep dive into these uh leaflets you can join us on patreon for our uh cult book club series where we look at text in a bit more detail um and we'll probably uh explore some there um but uh but i think we're wrapping up are there any final thoughts of your yellow deli experience sam uh i (coughs) i feel a slight shame for this because of their treatment of 
yeah. children especially, uh, but I enjoyed it. You're going the wrong way, John. Yeah, a little bit. This will help. Oh, yeah, we can go that way. Um, sorry, I was distracted by the road, uh, which is important. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think the people were friendly. Uh, I don't like that we have uh, supported this no. cult yeah. in our patronage of the place but also it was a really lovely sandwich <laughs> <laughs> wow that's that's my hot take and they're what a hot take for a hot sandwich yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- I think i'm i'm torn as well i think it's really useful as an experience to see that because you can see how someone would join that right oh absolutely before yeah. you read and get to any of the the dark stuff that mm-hmm. we no, and interesting that you know we were almost certainly the only people in there who know anything about who that group really is, and they're just happily running a fucking tea room in the middle of a town in Devon. Yeah, who pe- the people who weren't members of that group, the people who weren't ready to explain about the family yeah. uh, group that they live in, etc. Um, yeah. So yeah, so some mixed mixed emotions uh, about it. Hopefully, us continuing to talk about the the crimes committed by 12 tribes will in some way um alleviate the i mean fairly small amount of money we just spent on lunch uh there um but we'll also listeners do some more updates about the other news coming out about 12 tribes because there has been some more bits and pieces i think so uh we are probably not done with them just yet uh but we are done with lunch for today um thank you so much for being with us it's been a pleasure to have you on the road literally the whole time you've been speaking to us we've been on the road and we think this is going to be the start of another little run of uh like a summer of sam and john uh which is much better than the summer of sam uh in new york uh and uh we are going to visit a few other little uh places and cults that are around locally and share our little experience with you so do look out for that otherwise we'll be back with you soon with more uh chronicles of the jehovah's witnesses and we look forward to seeing you then okay thank you love Love you. you bye we're going to talk to you you are the initiate. You are the cause we be. We found out that I was actually getting a two-inch by two-inch brand with a cover as a man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world that we can with violence, and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults.